the sports stance. Hey everyone, and welcome to the sports dance. I'm your host, Greg, and with me, as always, is the number two draft pick in your books, but number one in my heart. It's Paul. How you doing, Paul? Wow, I'm kind of blown away from that introduction. Thanks, Greg. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I was surprised you didn't question why you were number two in everybody's books and not, not number one. <laughs> I didn't leave it that way. I was so flattered. <laughs> You're like, I'm number two. Woo-hoo. I'm number two. <laughs> it's because oh, I'm number one, Paul. <laughs> you are number one. You don't get to take my spot. Listen. Anybody that reads your articles and listens to your show knows you're number one. You carry it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. But how, how are you doing? How are things going during quarantine? Quarantine update, like 20,000. Um, well, I go to work. Um, I try to stay home, but I go to work for four out of the five days. I stay very distanced. I don't social distance. I very social distance. Um, I always wear a mask. Work from your car. I Just take a lot of calls. I do. I try to get a Wi-Fi signal in the car. I, I it's 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 tough, and I, I appreciate all the people that that do the work out there and and take care of the folks. And it's just uh, I don't know. Hopefully, this thing that that we're on the other side of the mountain, and it not only flattens out but gets gets over quick, and people get it, and people understand that. You know, just because we're on the way down doesn't mean you run out and start hugging and kissing people. That's a message to you, Georgia. It's a 28-3 lead. Don't blow it. By God, I, I'm out of my mind. So apparently he got a phone call from the big cheese himself and said, are you out of your mind? There you go. There so you go. That's he's smart. doing something. Yeah. Um, and fun fact for me, even though I'm not an essential worker, my wife works from home now. And as you know, she's your daughter. Spoiler alert. If people didn't know, Paul's my father-in-law. This is how I get to be his favorite in-law. But I've discovered today with the state closing down until basically the end of May, beginning of June, she has our second little one on the way. She may have that one before people go back to work, which means she'll be on maternity, maternity leave, which means I will have basically been home for like a year straight with her. And I don't know how I'm going to survive that, Paul. You'll survive it. She's 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 great. I'm um, not saying her. I'm I'm asking how am I going to survive it? <laughs> how do I get away without her killing me? After that, you'll be home with two little ones. Good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> it, it still might be easier. <laughs> it's more so how won't she murder me in this time frame? How will she not go all Carol Baskin on me? Carol Baskin, the tigeress, killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed them to tigers. Another conspiracy. They're snacking. Carol Snack. Baskin. That's the new song in the streets. <laughs> I didn't come up with that on the spot. I wish I did. That'd be really impressive. But I didn't. That's just it's what's hot. It's as the kids say. It's what's lit in the streets right now. It's a what's that didn't lit. sound right coming out of my mouth. I feel like I'm I could have said that. You, I'm glad you say these things to me because when I'm hanging with the troops at work i can say that's lit <laughs> and they'll no, look what at you should do like, is you, you should go into work you're like that carol baskin huh killed her and just repeat what i just said and do the whole little song and they'll be like you you on the you on instagram there paul and you'd be like you know it ig all you day 
<laughs> that and the Twitter and the Facebook. And they're like, a, I wouldn't be able to remember three of those lines. It's all right. I'll write, write them down on your palm for work tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> and that'll be like more like it. I'll be reading from my hand while I'm poorly dancing. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were going to get some dance moves involved. Oh, I, you know me. If I'm going all in, I'm going all in. That's true. Speaking of all in, NFL teams are going all in tomorrow, or actually today by the time the show comes out, for the NFL draft. And two things are guaranteed in this thing. One, Joe Exotic Tiger King Burroughs will be going number one to the Bengals. Like, that's foregone conclusion. Absolutely. And... Chase Young will go to the Redskins, straighten, uh, strengthen up that defense. Yeah, so we kind of know those are the top two picks. That's that's probably basically set in stone, unless somebody comes in with a swooping, huge haul that they can give over to the Redskins, which would have to be like a first-rounder this year, first-rounder next year, maybe another first-rounder. Chase Young is really good. I don't know if he's worth just completely obliterating your draft the next few years, unless you're the Texans, because that's what Bill O'Brien does. He just makes crazy trades that nobody understands. So my big question would be, you're number one and number two, maybe three and four, and you're going to get drafted by the worst team in the league. <laughs> you're going to yeah. get drafted. I get it, but you're going to get drafted. I but might want to be... the most money out of everybody then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but don't yeah. you want to... Oh, winning team. Yeah, obviously every team would want to do, guy would want to do that, but that's not how it works. That you have the draft to try to help those bad teams hopefully become one of the teams Better that team. can win. So, so Chase Young does not have a Super Bowl in his future anytime soon, unless he gets traded. <laughs> not at least in the next five years, most likely. Then after that, he can go wherever he wants. Yep. If he or six, healthy. depending on if he gets franchise tagged. Yeah, if he if he's healthy. So. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, I get it, um, but, you know, everybody's excited, right? This yeah. is a big deal. Well, and, it's going to be even more interesting, like we talked about last week with the Zoom meetings. Who knows? They did a mock one on Monday. It apparently went pretty smoothly. Some coaches talked about uh, one coach, I forget who it was, said he has seven monitors set up in his living room. He has a cord running down to connect his internet so it doesn't have to worry about it. But he lost connection when his wife was vacuuming and unplugged the cord. <laughs> I'm sure he's very happy about that. Uh, you know, I can't wait for like somebody to be yelling at their eight-year-old son to come in and fix something. Like, oh, it's going to be it, great. A hundred percent. There's kids will be involved. You can't have anybody over. You don't have a media guy. You can have a media guy come over and set the whole thing up. But if he shows up on camera, that would be very, very bad. <laughs> I mean, that would be the worst. They wouldn't be social distancing. So just have a mask on. Yeah, there you go. So if they did, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You got to have, like, the mask and the gloves, touch nothing else. You definitely have to stay connected to that because, you know, you that that could be very, very, very bad. Really funny if it happened to the Cowboys. <laughs> and then Jerry was out nowhere. Yeah. Um, and got nobody. I ain't got nobody. <laughs> now, we're, now we're defining copyright rules. <laughs> why was that a song I, th I assume so you tend to throw it back to some old song usually that nobody's ever heard of but somebody out there is going to hear it and be like that is from the 1937 hits I ain't got nobody <laughs> oh my 
God. I can't help myself. It's all right. We understand. But yeah, so we know number one. We know number two. What it's probably going to be. After that, it's a com- complete guessing game. There have been so many different rumors going around the third pick from the Lions, whether they're going to take Okuda, the cornerback, if they're going to go after a linebacker, are they going to trade the pick? Are the Dolphins going to move up to that pick from Did five to three? Did you just Matata? Kind of. Okay. It means no worries for your secondary. <laughs> so I'm watching these trades this week for what's happening this Thursday night, right? I'm yeah. The, the trading and this is like are just, crazy. Are we just skipping over the rest of the draft to get? Do you want to just get into that trade that badly? <laughs> you can't contain yourself. It's a very heavy Massachusetts, Boston sports area show tonight. Just trying to give the people some breaks. Well, I think we have. You more seem to talk like you just want to. You just want to jump right have, in. I think we have more to talk about about the draft. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Yeah. What are you doing Thursday night? What do we night? even have a pre-show for, Paul? I what do don't we even know. have pre-show meetings for. Is pre-show when you drink a shot a beer in the shower? Yes, and we don't really actually study for anything. That's okay. exactly what it is. And when you do that, you can do it all and have your phone with you and check out us on Zingo TV with the rest of Twelve on Sports because Zingo TV has all your Twelve on Sports needs. It's free. It's online. And when you use the promo code Twelve Pounds, that's one two O Z for those of you who don't understand what Twelve Pounds means. That's where you can go. Zingo TV. Somehow I just remembered to put the ad in there. It was just like, I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't pat myself on the back too much for, you know, just throwing ads in there properly. Well, I think it's very smooth. Um, well done. Um, Until almost, afterwards when I say I like what I just did. No, I, I like it. You are, I will, I will, I have a, a little anecdotal thing. It's like Folgers in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not just Folgers in a commercial. Oh no, Paul's got the Rona. <laughs> He's silently coughing. Yeah. He's, got the, he's got the COVID. No, I actually was laughing and I just yeah. okay. I what I did to myself. That makes it a little better. All right, well, anyway, so we will get to that big trade that happened yesterday. As you know, you're a Patriots fan. I'm sure you have lots to say. But we do have a little bit more to talk about the NFL draft. Not just like we're not going to do the mock drafts because, well, we're not experts in that aspect. Paul and I are experts in what you should be eating for the draft because expert is the understatement. If there is anybody that I know that likes to snack as much as I do, maybe more, it's Paul. So we got snacks. We got foods in general for the three days that you're going to be sitting on your couch like you have been watching the draft, though, watching the Zoom draft. Like no other else. You're going to need your snacks and your food. So, so all these GMs and coaches have got to get dressed up for this. We think, you know, we know you think that um, Andy Reid's going to be in his Hawaiian shirt, but yeah, I think I think they'll personal McDonald's, a, a, a team polo or dressed up in a suit. I see Belichick in a suit, but everybody else in America is going to be. Very underdressed, sitting on the couch, probably needing to shave. With Cheeto fingers. Oh, Cheeto fingers. Um, yeah, Cheeto fingers. I like that, Cheeto fingers. Um, <laughs> how long do you have to eat Cheetos for before you have Cheetos fingers? About five bites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five hearty bites of just hand and bag. I think that's why the inside of that bag is foil. 
Oh, they wouldn't come out. They have to slide off. Did anybody know the inside of the Cheetos bag was foil? Yes, I know it's shiny and silver inside. <laughs> I assume it's You know, oily. if you have Cheetos on your life raft, when you're done with them, you can turn the bag inside out and use it signal as a, I was going to say use it as a distress signal. <laughs> wow. Wow. Make, make sure you make sure if there are any cruise lines listening, stock your lifeboats with Cheetos. Yes, because they could save your life. Yeah, something needs to save your life on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of cruises. Uh, well, well, have you seen one lately that wasn't cruising around trying to drop off their dead? <laughs> All right, let's talk about less sad things. <laughs> so, <laughs> round one, you got to think. Got to be going pretty good with the uh, appetizer, snack, or food of choice. You got you to do it up night one. You got to bring the best for the best. So what are you preparing for night one of the NFL draft fall? So if I have my way and I can find it, a nice toasted, toasted buttered roll and lobster salad, a nice lobster salad roll. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that would. I mean, that's about as New England as you can get. So it makes Absolutely. sense. You'd be eat, it, that'd be your food of choice for your Patriot fans, especially. Yeah, and I think, you know, some some stadiums sell them. They they have them at they have them at Gillette. They, you know, a small arm and a leg, and you're first born to get one. But hey, when you're in New England, a lobster roll is what, what is the way to go. Boston baked beans. Yeah. Side of baked beans. <laughs> See, I was thinking if I do if I if I was gonna get fancy, I guess technically my fancy appetizer would be like. Bacon wrapped scallops, or if you want to get like hoity-toity, tiny little food, you get melon that's wrapped with like prosciutto. Um, listen to you, Mister Charcuterie Tray. I've had that at an NFL draft party before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had a guy that I went to an NFL draft party, and he literally like brought out a spread of all different types of food that none of us were expecting to be there because it was college and we were all like we'll get pizza and wings and it was like no here is melon with wrapped in prosciutto and you gotta make this... a lot of that stuff though right you gotta make oh, it there was a lot fancy. of it really yeah i basically just took it off the melon and ate the prosciutto <laughs> yeah that's true i don't i i guess one or two but if you really want to go for yeah. the, the gusto. but if i'm going fancy round one that's a fancier upscale night one type I, like I think presentation now we go to night two you're not going to put as much effort these guys you know are not day one guys night two happens to be in this neck of the woods and i think in many necks of the woods are you saying your family's next of the woods pizza night that's true it is pizza night and but it's a homemade pizza so now, so for the most part what the fans don't know we're not throwing a freshetta in the oven no, we're making pizza. We're making pizza. We're making homemade crust, gluten-free. We're shredding our own goat cheese. Okay, not all of us are shredding our own goat cheese. Not well, all of us have a goat in the backyard that we milk and make our cheese from, Paul. So homemade sauce, roasted garlic. Paul. You make yourself oh, sound like quite like the chef recipe? over here. You make yourself sound like you are Wolfgang Puck over here. Wolfgang, 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 Wolfgang Puck does not make as good a pizza as I do. I've had his pizza. But Wolfgang might. Wolfgang might. 
banging. It's be it's banging pizza. Look That's at true. I'm I'm lit on the banging pizza. <laughs> God, what have I done? I've created a monster. <laughs> All right, what? So you're having uh, you're having fancy hors d'oeuvres on on opening uh, round yeah. one. Opening so if, so okay. if you're doing pizza, I guess I'll keep being like the snack appetizer guy, and you keep being the main course guy. Night two, we won't be as fancy, but you know. You still gotta need something that's nice and hearty. It's you know a little more laid back, quick, easy to throw together. We're gonna go with some nachos. You have your leftover taco meat from Taco Tuesday. Slap some nachos down. Sprinkle some cheese, not goat cheese, but some cheese. <laughs> it could be American cheese, whatever you have right now in quarantine times. Some jalapenos. Throw that in the oven. Bada bing, bada boom. You're good. I. That would be my second choice. Yeah. On a nice uh, Benito's restaurant-style chip. You don't have to keep throwing your healthy lifestyle in all of our faces. Well, <laughs> the, what, what are you chip. using all your free ads out here? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait till we get sponsored by somebody, man. Good Lord! Uh, and I'll wash it down with a generic beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a, a beverage with three grams of carbs. <laughs> Wow, you really know your beer cans. I do. I noticed it this week. Oh, okay. That makes makes more sense. <laughs> I was, I was like, why do you it? know that? So I bought beer. Funny story. Okay. I buy a beer that we've had many times, and you know which one we've had. And I like that you're now strictly sticking strictly to the no free ads thing now. So, so you really it's on it's on allocation because they're converting to cans. This brewery and. They have 12 packs and six packs, and they have six pack glass bottles. So they're going to all cans. So I finally get it, and my wife and I are drinking it, and it's the wrong beer in the can. <laughs> so. No, it doesn't matter. It's all the same from. It's all, all same. It's all gluten free. Yeah, as I say, you have gluten allergies, both of you. However, so. instead of the golden light, it was the pale ale and. Still okay, but I'm drinking it thinking, what is wrong with me? This is not supposed to taste like this. So anyway, the whole 12-pack. Weird. It's the wrong now beer. see, if you were like the guys from Craft Food Sports who pride themselves on their beer, you definitely would have thrown whoever it was under the bus. Well, I, I, I want to be nice to them because I'm hoping they're going to back up a tractor trailer and drop off a 12-pack. I mean, maybe, you know, if they were a sponsor. Omission, sponsor us. There you go. There's the free oh, ad. You said it. I said it. All to help you. Yeah. I know. It, it, it is your favorite beer. All right, though. Third night. These are the end of the end of the pack. Guys that some will make the team. Others, they might get pushed down to practice squad. What are we eating watching these guys get picked? So, Saturday night, mowing the lawn. Saturday night kind of day. This, this, is, this is like a lunch. This is like a lunch type meal. <laughs> and I think it's going to be burgers. Burgers? Wow. I feel like that's almost fancier. But I guess it's, you've scaled it down from lobster to pizza to burgers. So I yeah. see the path you're going with. Burgers, and I make a mean burger. Um, the fixings are what counts. It's nice serving burger and, and cooked perfectly on the grill. Because if you oh, overcook it early, you might as well eat your shoe. Okay. Um, Strong and words. I, I, you know, some people um, enjoy my ribs, right? 
Yeah, theory. I was glad you didn't say ribs for the third day because I was going to say they don't deserve ribs. No, that might be Sunday. However, <laughs> it's the recovery day. <laughs> yeah, sop it up with grease. So I have a new rub for my steaks. So oh. no more liquid marinade. I've, I've now, just like I have the, the, the rib rub, we have now got the red meat rub too. So well, you're gonna try it out this week. We've had it twice. OMG. Can't get enough. Your steak's lit. My uh, lit, lit. <laughs> I wish I wish I could think of another cool word. <laughs> I I do too. <laughs> anyway, all right. So you're doing burgers. I'm gonna come with a third day appetizer. I feel like you're just gonna get lazy on day three. Maybe get some pepperoni from leftover from pizza night. Do pepperoni, some cheese slices, and some crackers, and just. That's an easy snack. It's not the fanciest, but it'll get the job done. But I'm there with you on that because the burgers will probably be before the prime time. And yeah. it'll probably be, you know, you got to have something a little later, right? When you, you do trying to stay sober. So you got to have some cheese and crackers. And then when it's really late, you get out the peanut butter jar and you just start sticking a spoon in it. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that your go-to? I do love peanut butter. Um, yeah. Peanut butter on crackers, peanut butter on peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter. How does that work? I open the jar, I put out one spoon, and then I get a second spoon and put that spoon on top of the other spoon. Peanut butter on peanut butter. Well, my other favorite thing lately is a square of 60% chocolate. 70 is okay. We had 90 this week. <laughs> a little tired. You get, you get very specific with your chocolates. Well, you know. Um, you want the people to know. It, it's if they haven't had it, it's it's even when you're doing when you're baking this the 60 or 70 percent cocoa chocolate bits, it's going to make your recipe. It's it's you know, I love my food and I love to bake and I, I do. I have That's why we covered food for the draft instead of the draft itself. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, the draft, you never know what they're going to pull out of their rear ends. And that'll be exciting. But I'll have a full belly and a cold beer watching it. And I'll be asleep by pick number nine. That's for sure. And I think I have to drink wine when I do the lobster roll, because beer doesn't do it for the lobster roll. No, it's got to be a white wine, though, right? It's going to be a, um, it'll be probably a pear wine. Ooh. Or a maiden's blush. Um, it will be grape-free. <laughs> In case people haven't picked up on this, Paul has a lot of, Paul has a lot of allergies. Slightly. That he gladly he shares with everybody else than they are for me. Yeah, he gladly shares with everybody to let them know. 1-800-Nashoba. <laughs> People are going to dial it and they're going to get the White House. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. All right. So enough with the draft talk. We are going to get back to what Paul was referencing before we got cut off in draft talk earlier, which is obviously the big news that happened. Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement, getting traded willingly by the Patriots because he basically said, I'm only playing if you trade me to Tampa. And they somehow said fine and are trading Rob to Tampa to team up with Tom for a – they traded away Gronk in a seventh round. and got a fourth round back. Paul, initial gut reaction when you saw the news that said Rob Gronkowski comes out of retirement – and gets traded to Tampa Bay. So, you know where I got my news? You may. From you. 
And I knew it was a, a pretty reliable source because sometimes you see it on, you know, one of those social media things and it's like, yeah, right. So I get it from you and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. But you want to know my real, true initial reaction? Yes. I had a couple. Actually. I had a couple. And I thought my first one, true first one was, thank God he's going to stop embarrassing himself on WWE because that is about as awful as you can get. I can see going from WWE. He's still the 24-7 champ. Into the movies, but not NFL Super Bowl championship team member to WWE. That's like, oh, my God. I, that's a, So that was my initial thought. And then Hold I got on. the. You do know he's the 24/7 champion still, right? In the in the arena where nobody was? Yeah, he still has a title in the WWE and he has to defend it anytime, any place, anywhere. So this is what we're going to have to see happen. Whoever is the Buccaneers mascot needs to get swapped out with a true WWE wrestler such as like Dwayne the Rock Johnson just one day appearance tackles Gronk on the field as he's about to make a touchdown, pins him, takes off the head, reveals himself, gets crowned new 24-7 champion, and runs off, and that's just the end of it. I don't think so. I want that to happen in the worst way. I want actually what to happen is Tom Brady to tackle Gronk and get the 24-7 title. So um, I saw a very clever meme from a very clever person with Julian Edelman Looking up <laughs> at, at Gronk and Tom Brady playing, and I believe it was from a SpongeBob. Yes, it's, been, it's been one that's been going around. <laughs> it is very, very funny. Um, I, I, I got a kick out of it. So, real reaction did they hate Bill that much? Yes, you think so? I think it got to the point where they did. So Half the team went to Miami. Now the other half has gone to the Buccaneers. Something about flop. And yet the Patriots still barely have that much cap space. What For is who? that? Who's on that team? Who is – there's no Fox? offensive weapons. Julian Edelman is literally the only offensive name you can name outside of their tackles and guards who are getting paid a bunch of money apparently. You have Stephen Gilmore. You have a few guys on defense from that defense last year still. But, like, where's all the money going? Crazy, right? Like, Gronk getting traded frees up some money. Ten million bucks? Yeah, like nine or ten so million. I, I have to ask the question because I really don't know the answer. He's retired, so he's not getting paid. But now he comes out of retirement and they'd have to pay him. Yes, because... So really freeing up money if they're trading him. They weren't going to pay him anyway. Because now that he's declaring that he's come out of retirement, the Patriots owned his right because he left. He retired with the years left on his contract. Yep. So the contract is still, still in like, it's not voided. So since he came out of retirement, the Patriots still owned his right and what was left on his contract. Therefore, if they moved him, they saved that cap space that was going to be against them. If that makes sense. I I get that whole thing. I just you know I. How does it? It frees up some money some way. I forget. Yeah, how. yeah. If, if if he's retiring, it frees up cap they space. Still don't right? have that much money, <laughs> right? But where the who are they paying that exactly. much money that they? I don't get it. 
Do you know Maybe. what my gut reaction was? What? Oh, shit. Yeah. And I had that gut reaction because I heard that phrase recently. Oh, dear God. When you taught it to my one-year-old. <laughs> Accidentally. Over the phone. Over the phone. And he repeated it. So thanks for that. <laughs> so I didn't do it on purpose, but it's, it, it's a grandfatherly thing to do. Um, I, I promise your grandchildren I'll, their first curse words. I will promise to try to be more careful. You won't so be. Anyway, I was, that was, I was, that was on, my reaction. I you don't need on, to give it into how it I happened. I on the computer and I lost my place. Yeah, and you <laughs> screamed it. All right, so you know I have a small history of blurting out things I shouldn't. I know. For instance, when I was moving you out of your college apartment, Oh my gosh, this people don't need to know this. <laughs> and I tripped over the threshold of the sliding glass door and I let out a string of very colorful words. You know what? I, Here's how uh, we relate it. Well, it we don't have to like say what, what it was. No, it sounded like what Ralphie said mumbled in a Christmas story that horrified really everyone. No, when he's beating up the bully. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And I look up, and who's standing there but a very classy woman? And she said, I hope you're not talking about me. Yes, it was a a fun time. But that was also still my initial reaction to this news, because it was basically, oh, shit. The Bucks are going to be really hard to beat. And I can't believe this. They had a good team anyway. Now they got a, a... a goat quarterback, and they got a guy that you can throw the ball a mile in the air, and he'll pull it out. And he's had a full year of CBD to help him heal. Right? He's the happiest guy going into the season ever. Feeling great. So that Did was my test CBD? I think now, like, weed and certain things aren't going to be tested for. I forget what the new CBA okay. says, but I Watch think it. certain things are going to be allowed. Yeah. But either way. He's gonna. Get, he's coming back feeling great. I just threw a pen at the screen. That's how crazy this is getting. Um, but that was my initial reaction. And then I thought how when Tom Brady announced he was going to Tampa Bay, I literally said, Gronk's going to come out of retirement and go to Tampa Bay. Somehow, someway. If he stayed with the Patriots, it wasn't going to happen. Mainly because I think guys are tired of Bill. So I moved to Georgia and to New Jersey. And... I had to get the baseball package to watch my Red Sox. Now, do you think a lot of people in New England will get the NFL package to to watch watch Tom Brady and Gronk? I do, and I also think the NFL will now change their TV schedule to show more Bucks games. I would think. So. I said it last week. It's Tiger Woods coming back to golf. It It is going to be probably the most watched I would think, although they did have to say who's to show a Tom, who's Tom Brady video in Florida, but <laughs> that's embarrassing. Yeah, but uh, not as embarrassing as wearing tights in the WWE. That was really my first thought. He wore a suit. I know yeah, he was in a suit, but he was still in the WWE. You know what? Don't knock the WWE. Those guys will come after you and hurt you. They are very good athletes. So listen, they are very strong. They are very well conditioned. Um, I'm going to tell a story. Can I tell a story? Very short story. 
This I'm whole working, episode is literally just stories from you. I'm working, I'm working as a kid, and I'm making a delivery of food items to what was then the Cape Cod Coliseum, owned by Vince McMahon. And all of the wrestling stars are hanging out all together. You know, they're having this big wrestling match on TV that night. And they're all hanging out, best buddies. And then the show came on. And I was probably in my late teens. I was devastated. I always thought wrestling was real until I saw them all palling up in there. What are you talking about? <laughs> wrestling is real. It is. WWE. Just Do you ask- think people actually could see John Cena the whole time he said, you can't see me? And people were like, he's not even there. Who am I looking at? By the way, in that office was Andre the Giant, Ric Flair, Woo! and Chief J. Strongbow. So, Don't you know that's a, supposed to be your reaction when you say Ric Flair? I think it's like a natural thing. Have you seen him in the Cumberland Farms ad? Yes. That's worse than Gronk being in WWE. Yeah, he's an old it's so man. Sad. Well, yeah, he's old. He's had a lot of heart surgeries. It's like signing autographs at Comic-Con. Just saying. I mean, a lot of young, famous people do that, too. Is that like... I feel like you're going after a lot of people this episode. Yeah, this episode is literally stories. Lieutenant Uhura. You attacking people and stories. That's all this show has been. I think that's a good some. Let's attack some more people. Okay. Bill Belichick. Oh. Why do you think everybody hates playing for him? I so do you balance playing for him versus winning Super Bowls continuously, and then when you have a losing season, that's the icing on the cake, and you say I'm done, I can't do it anymore. I think it gets to the point where you see a trend of him not bringing in any sort of offensive help for you. He's focusing on his area of expertise, which is defense. And yeah, defense wins plenty of games. The Patriots won a lot of games because of their defense last year. But there comes a point, and we saw it against Tennessee, where you need some offensive playmakers. And when the other team knows who your offensive playmaker is and they can hone in on that one single guy, because your quarterback clearly doesn't trust anybody else on the team, which he came out and admitted, I trusted nobody else except Julian essentially this year. And your coach has no care to change that? So your coach, the, I, I truly believe, and you said it, um, he wanted Garoppolo. Yeah, but... I think I think Kraft intervened. You got Brady. You do what you can with him. Right? Which should, that, is plenty. He that should have been a Super good. Bowl winning year. He should have gotten him some help. There's no way they shouldn't have gone to the Super Bowl. Very disheartening. But it's it happened. Um, I think people are going to be rooting for Tom Brady and Gronk in, in Tampa Bay. And I do too. Unless They're it's a the... Tampa Bay-New-England Super Bowl, I think they'll be rooting for him all season. Well, yeah, I think there's going to be the diehard Patriots fans who are like good riddance, which I've seen from some. Like good riddance, Gronk and Brady. Um, they helped you win a few Super Bowls. Like Also, get over yourselves. Part of the reason they left is because the guy who's your head coach, GM, who has basically no plan of how to keep this team going. I think it's going to be a very rough year. Patriot fan, there are plenty of Patriot fans who have total faith in Bill. I get it. Bill is a very smart coach. Bill we trust. Hey, he's worked some miracles. He has, but when he has zero talent on the offensive side outside of Julian Edelman and a quarterback that you do not know if you can trust at all to throw it to him right now, my hopes are high. They have a lacking of a run game, like unless they're going to get really back to that, but they need an actual running back. 
Because no offense, James White is a catching back. He's not really a true running back. Yeah. Makes it hard to believe. And clearly there's some sort of disconnect with players and Bill. Because Gronk basically said, I will come and play. I will come back after saying I was done. I don't want to be hurt anymore. He came out basically of retirement to go play with Tom in Tampa. Because he was like, that's the only place I'll play. He wanted obviously to play with Brady. He's got the connection. But it's also a slap in Bill's face because he basically said, oh, I wouldn't play for you. Like, I wouldn't come out of retirement for you and risk injury. I'm only going to do it for Tom. So Tom now has Gronk. What do you think the other two stars are thinking? Like, oh, crap. They're going to take out playing time. No, I think they're very happy because that they were there last year and they went seven and nine or six and ten, whatever it was. Those guys, guys like that, they're still going to get theirs. They're still going to get their numbers. They're still going to get their targets. Gronk might take a little chunk of that, but he's not going to take a lot. I, I think and then Gronk also still winning healthiest. Winning changes everything. Sure it does. Fill the stands. Um, makes you play better. Yeah. So I think this it, is really a it will huge knock. Yeah, this is a huge knock I think against Bill and how people are. I think as Bill's gotten older. He's got more set in his ways, and he's not willing to change them, which I think has rubbed players the wrong way. You heard guys like Kyle Van Noy, who went to Miami, basically say before free agency, I know I'm not the priority. Like, I don't feel prioritized in any single way. You shouldn't feel that way when he was one of your top probably three defensive players that year. Yeah, has um, helped you get to a super through to a Super Bowl. They dominated the Rams in the Super Bowl. They won. He was part of that reason. And to feel like you're not likeable, prioritized. Very likable guy, doing a lot of good things in the community. Interviewed by local media, just a super guy. And yeah. you see these guys bail out. I I just it, it says a lot. You may never know exactly what happened. But I think guys are seeing the right, in a year. Yeah, I think they see right. I think there's writing on the wall that. The run is getting to the end, and guys know it. So guys don't want to be around when they're seven and eight and whatever it is, and Bill's throwing fits and calling, chewing people out, and this and that. Guys want to have some fun. Guys want to have some fun. Yeah, I remember those days when the Patriots didn't have great, great um, records, and you know it has been a great run. And I think Bill's a great coach. Don't know what happens in that locker room, but clearly nobody gets to talk. Yeah. Um, you said it a week or two ago. Tom Brady's Howard Stern, are you kidding me? Do you think he would have gone on Howard Stern working for Bill Belichick? Clearly not a not. chance in hell. So, you know, different. It's going to be good. It's going to be good for them. They're going to be fun to watch, and I think people are going to be searching for the NFL package on their cable networks to try to watch some of those games. DirecTV is going to get a lot more, lot more customers this year. Yep. At least that's where everybody's stimulus check's going to go. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Hopefully one of the stimulus checks. Hopefully. All right. So that's really with the NFL, with the draft, the Gronk situation. Still just can't believe Gronk's coming out of retirement and this trade happened so quickly and so smoothly. It seems like Gronk basically said like three hours before the trade, I want to play. I want to play in Tampa Bay. Trade me. And Patriots said, okay, we'll trade you. And and, like, and off he goes. And off no, he goes. No fanfare, but it'll come. It'll come, yeah. But 
Oh, there was can plenty of that. Can you imagine the hype in Tampa? Oh, people that there, their ticket sales have to be going through the roof, but there might be an NFL season just without fans. So that well, also will be might interesting. Be TV. It'll be TV based, but I think imagine, people... just imagine though, the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year. Imagine the Bucks make it to the Super Bowl. The first team to ever play in their home stadium for a Super Bowl, and it is fanless. And Tom Brady's the quarterback. Like, just imagine that. That'd be that'd be like kind of heart wrenching as a Tampa Bay fan. I feel like. Yeah, and the fans have a lot to do with the game and motivating the team <laughs> and blo- you know blocking the side the noise and and screwing up the the the, the visitor. Good luck to that. It, yeah. It's gonna be crickets. That's, yeah, that's very true. All right, Paul, we got two more things we're going to quickly get through. We're going to wrap this up in the next few minutes. One is the Red Sox investigation finally came out, and it was a complete dud, essentially. You said it, right? Uh, basically, all they found was a guy, JT Watkins, who was the replay room guy for the Red Sox, was looking at film, and before games would start, he would give players what he thought the signs were going to be. And that was really it. And, yeah, the Red Sox got docked a second-round pick. No players, no managers. Alex Cora was docked a year suspension, but that was completely related to the Houston situation. They even came out and said it. The guy, JT JT Watkins, is going to be suspended for a year from the Red Sox. He won't get to be in the replay room the following year either. And that was it. It was kind of a bust, and they made it really built up as uh, this is going to be like the Astro situation. The Red Sox cheated their way to a World Series, and Yankee fans so, were up in arms. So when do you think the conspiracies all start coming out? That- I think they've already started. But I think Yankee fans are sorely disappointed in this because they were banging the drum of back-to-back years. World Series were stolen from us. So when you do that, um, every team's doing something to steal signals. Yes. He and just did something he wasn't supposed to do, and absolutely, and, and got and, found and, out. And and Alex Cora and in, in, in his previous position, it was ugly, and they yeah. were that was an organized effort. But he apparently had no clue about this one. Yeah, well, I don't, I think no based on the clue, investigation. Yeah, no clue in that he wasn't behind it and wasn't the driver of it, and to it's naive to think that every team isn't trying to get one up. So uh, I'll talk about it and say, hey, this is what I think. And the team, the players, it's just part of baseball. But um, glad to see it's passed. I can't I'm believe the investigation out. wrapped up how many weeks ago? Did they yeah. just think it was inappropriate to say it during COVID? Or? No, I think it was they were embarrassed. I think they built us up as a, it's going to be like the Astro situation. It was not going to be as bad, but it's going to be severe. And then nothing came of it. And the MLB was kind of embarrassed to be like, yeah, no, it's it's nothing. I, I think agree. That, I think that's what happened. And, and yeah, that was. They never play. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's so true. little happened in this investigation. We really have nothing else to say about it. I agree. It's kind of eh. Yeah. I'm sure so, we'll have plenty to talk about with people throwing snot in the next few weeks. I'm sure. So that leads us to our last quick thing to talk about, Paul. I don't. I think you only caught like a minute, a few minutes at least of the Last Dance, the Bulls documentary. I caught up on it a little bit. I didn't catch it Sunday night. I ended up watching a movie. So I figured during lunchtime when the kiddo is down for a nap, I'd watch it. So I did. Did you, take, did you have any takeaways from it? I thought it was an interesting look so far. 
I will say Michael Jordan seems kind of like a dick. Shock. Um, but did you did you have any takeaways? So, the Bills general manager. You mean the Bulls? Looks like Swackhammer <laughs> from Space Jam. He does. I like how you said the Bills when you meant the Bulls. The Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jerry Krause. If Jerry Krause, it's all right. If Jerry Krause, you're right. If he if he's not a spitting image of Mr. Swaghammer from Space Jam, the bad guy, I don't, I don't know what is. I don't know what a well, doppelganger he's, is. He's sitting in the back of an Italian restaurant and uh, in the Sopranos, and he's having some meat the balls and some some gravy. Yeah, that 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 was my big takeaway from episode one at least. My big takeaway was Jerry Krause and the rest of the Bulls organization. Did not get along with each other. He had he had it out for Phil Jackson. He had it out for the players. He had, he had very much, as they said, little man syndrome. How do, you, how do you have a job, and your job is to build a team and win, and you treat people like that? Because he's They built- must have been pretty GD talented to win as much as they won with a jackass like that at the helm. Well, as he said, it takes an organization to win championships, not just players and coaches. And yes, that is true. You need somebody to put the team together. But GMs get respect, but they don't get the respect the same level as players and coaches. And that's clearly what rubbed Jerry the wrong way, based on what they showed in this documentary. And then the second episode was all about Scottie Pippen and his whole how he signed a terrible he signed a terrible deal for when he was with the Bulls. And he basically said, "I did it because I need to make sure I had money assurance for my family and friends. And I don't if I got hurt, I would have been screwed." But then, towards the end of it, after winning six, five championships and being the second best player on a team with Michael Jordan and probably a top 10 guy in the league, he was paid as the 122nd best player. That's amazing. Right? That's Tom Brady-esque. That's how bad his contract was. So where's his agent? Uh, His agent told him it was a bad idea, too. (laughs) Oh, good lord. (laughs) When when it happened, yeah. Yeah. At least I'm glad you caught that at least the beginning part where you could clearly make that connection of Jerry Krause and the Space Jam bad guy. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I can't sing. I can't no, sing a song. Copyright. Copyright rules. Copyright. But yeah, I mean, that's all I took about away from it. Jerry Krause is Mr. Slackhammer. We could go more in depth to it, but I don't really. I mean, everybody else is doing that. Not, by the way, not a fan of Michael Jordan. Yeah. A fan no, of the athlete, not the man. Fan of the accomplishments, not of yeah, what he exactly. Thought. What a terrible, what a terrible approach and attitude, and just I don't know. Yeah, he approached the game great. Is his gambling and all the other issues, and how yeah. he treated some people, and, and and treated them poorly continuously, and that was led to go on. I, I don't know. I just terrible. But yeah, we're not we're not the guys that are gonna get deep into this. We're not the guys who get. Deep. We'll talk about it here and there, but we're here to talk about food. In the NFL draft. Yeah, that's um, what this sports podcast. I gotta, is I gotta all go about. and see uh, what the what the what uh, seafood markets open so I can get some lobster, lobster meat. You gotta go figure out what stories you're gonna tell next week. Uh, you know, I got a million of them. I know. Paul, hey, listen, when I start to tell the same one over and over and over, it's time for the pillow. Uh, well, I think it's been time for the pillow since I've known you. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome, uh, Paul. Thanks again for joining us. As always, as the number two co-host, you're my Scotty to my Michael. Oh, I have a terrible contract. I don't name. I, I didn't get into this for the money to take care of my family. 
you're here for just plain free sponsorships. You want the beer, you want the lobster, you want it all. I just, I just, uh, you know, I just go along for the ride. It's fun to be on your show and uh, talk about the week's events. Well, always appreciate it. Thanks for everybody tuning in. My name is Greg. Paul, as always, is with me. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a good one. The Sports Sports Dance.